Welcome to The Rank with John and Zach. I'm John. I'm Zach. We've been friends since Cub Scouts, and now 30 years later, we decided to start a podcast where we'll be ranking anything and everything. You know, the natural progression of events for millennials. You're probably wondering what credentials we have to rank anything. Well, we don't have any. And if you disagree, join the discussion at The Rank Podcast on Twitter or X, Threads, Instagram, and TikTok on our website at therankwithjohnandzach.com or at our email address, uh, therankwithjohnandzach at protonmail.com. You can also support us on Patreon at The Rank Podcast. That's patreon.com slash The Rank Podcast. And you can check out clips or full episodes on our YouTube channel, The Rank with John and Zach. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe so we can keep this thing going. I have to tell you, Lyndon, last night, I think, I don't know if I've told you this before, but he likes to make shorts mm-hmm. on YouTube. Well, <laughs> We were noticing that he was starting to use some, like, not great phrases. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, we're going to get YouTube kids. And we're going to get rid of YouTube. Okay. Um, so we did. And then, and he was, like, okay with it. He was like, oh, this one's for kids. So it's for me. You know? Like, mm-hmm. logical. Um, but so then, you know, he had seen me look at YouTube on my phone a couple times and he goes, YouTube survived on your phone. <laughs> okay. And then he was like, can I, can I look at YouTube on your phone? And I was like, no, this, one, this is YouTube for adults and yours is YouTube for kids. And he goes, but on YouTube for kids, I can't make shorts. Oh, and I was like, okay, we can make a short. So, or, he, you know, you can make a short. So he grabs it and, it, like, he knows how to manipulate. It's crazy how much he knows how to do with shorts there. But anyway, so he just, you know, when he does a short, it's basically just crazy. <laughs> he just throws the camera all around well, until the time is up. <laughs> that's a good, uh, that's a good method. So, so then he's, he's doing he's, it. He's going to become a cinematographer for Michael Bay. <laughs> Well, he also put it into black and white for a little bit there, so maybe uh, for Marty too, because um, old timey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, anyway, so so he's, you know, you can write stuff on it, right? You like you can cover the screen with whatever you write. He'll just like type in random things, you know, and sometimes he'll click at the top where it like guesses what you're gonna say. Mm-hmm. So you had a bunch of gobbledygook, and then uh, he erased it all, and it was just the. And mm-hmm. then he saw that he goes, he clicks something, you know, like a, it's like, we think you're going to say this next. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he shows it to me and he goes, look, daddy, it says a rank. <laughs> and then he's like, look, now I'm going to do this. And then he goes over and he's like, see if I can, I can change the time of it so that it won't show up until, till here, until however many seconds. And he shows me and, and it's so like it's just nothing and then or you know it's the camera it's whatever he filmed and then it pops up the rank mm-hmm. and he goes this way we can trick zach no <laughs> it's a rank <laughs> and i was like that's adorable <laughs> he's kind of i don't know <laughs> i kind of resent being fooled though <laughs> how dare you try to fool me I'm gonna I'm gonna try to fool him now. I'm gonna be like your parents are dead. Wow, fooled you. 
what's funny about that, and you're reminding me of this. So, you know, I texted you, you alive, question mark, right? <laughs> well, I wanted to recreate what he was saying to me about tricking you and everything. Because he said more than that. I just can't remember. Mm -hmm. um, but so I was like, I was going to record him saying it, mm -hmm. which is what I sent you eventually. And I don't know if you caught this, but basically, you know, when I'm recording it, it's it's in our text chain. So you can see everything we've texted to each other. Mm -hmm. And he goes, I know you asked if he's alive, but I can tell he is because he wrote all this. <laughs> Detective over there. <laughs> I can tell you're alive. Don't try to fool me. <laughs> I just thought it was kind of cool that he read it. I didn't know he could read. It's pretty wild. He reads like everything. I don't know at what age kids learn to read. So, for all I know, you could be 10 or 11 and I wouldn't know if you know how to read it up. I know that I like was really reading in kindergarten. Yeah, I learned how to read in kindergarten now that I think of it. I remember that because there were kids who knew how to read already. And I was like, well, what the fuck? How come I don't know how to read? And they were like, well, my they were like, my parents taught taught me whatever. And I was like, what are my parents doing? <laughs> Slacking. Well, they had other kids. Yeah, I guess so. Well, actually, I told that to my mom at some point, And she was like, well, all those kids, their parents are teachers. <laughs> That's hilarious. I think that leads us kind of directly into Casper Baby Pants, right? I don't know about you, but this list was actually really difficult for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there's just so many great Casper Baby Pants songs. Oh, I know. He's uh, it's like the Beatles, then Casper Baby Pants, just right after that. Well, I mean, if you're talking, you know, kids' songs, I mean, some, some people would probably say Raffi is number one. Uh -huh. but I, I think I'd put Casper above Raffi. I, I used to like Baby Beluga. I liked that. Is that a Baby, that's Raffi. That's Raffi, yeah. Baby Beluga. Yeah. How is Raffi like alive? Too. I feel like he's been the same age since I was, you know, six. I know, right? You know, here's just for the, um, what do you call it? The context of the uh, audience. You have children. I absolutely do not have children. Um, like I negative, I have negative children. I, I, I don't have children. You know what I mean? I act, I actively don't have children. He so literally is, castrated himself. Yes. I, okay. <laughs> sure. Um, sure. I mean, it doesn't affect the listening audience one way or the other. So, um, but I, this is not someone I knew existed. And now looking on like Spotify, there's all like, there's a whole world of little, little people music and by little people, I don't mean like, Peter Dinklage. I mean, small human beings. And like, this chick has a, like a ukulele that's like an apple and it's just adorable. And it's like, <laughs> this is amazing. And these, these, wait, are these guys just regular country musicians? No, no, they're, they're pretty kid, kid friendly too. They just are like old timey. And anyway, so this is all just, this is all just so new. This is like incredible to me. Well, I hope no. I opened up a, a like a, a new uh, genre of like for you. No, you didn't. I'm just saying I'm amazed that it exists. <laughs> it's like someone tells you about a fetish that you didn't know about, and you're like, really? This is a thing? Wow, it's that bad? It's that? No, it's just, it's very much not for me. Although I, I do own a ukulele. Maybe I can be a, a baby singer. You could be a baby singer. I'll, I'll be a baby pants. Um, 
I have one more question. Is cat is this how Casper is usually spelled, or is he is he Caspar? And that's specifically different from Casper. Like it, it is different. I don't know why it's spelled A R instead of E R, but it is different. Oh yeah, um, well I'm look I'm looking it up right now. Casper Van Dien is spelled E R, so that's the correct way. <laughs> He's the one. Starship Troopers. Yep, and Caspar baby fans. You apes, you want to live forever? Yeah, so um, that's really the, the list of Caspers of either spelling really goes Casper Van Dien, then Casper the Ghost, and then Casper Baby Pants. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the definitive list. There's that list. There's only three, so there's no top ten. So well, let's speaking, go for speaking of us having kids, we found him because Sarah had a Pandora play, you know, like she was like, play Raffi on Pandora, you know? Mm -hmm. And then Casper Baby Pants came on. So he was, that's how we found him. This and isn't Raffy. Well, right. She was like, who is this guy? He's fun. Um, but yeah, that was how we found him and we really enjoy him. So I, I have to say, I want you to go first because I'm so curious what you've picked. Oh. Like, you know, I listen to all of his stuff all the time because I have kids. So I'm curious what, what you went for. So what's your number 10? My number 10, Caspar Baby Pants song is the song Rocks and Flowers from his 2009 album, More Please, which is, I think, triple platinum. Um, I like it because it's all about the rocks and the flowers. Uh, <laughs> no, there's more. I had more to say. I just have to play it again so I remember. Yeah, it, it has a very, like, Faith by George Michael rhythm to it. And I, I enjoy the, the juxtaposition of it reminding me of Faith by George Michael, but it's about the rocks and flowers and... And there are beetles and so forth. Why are kids so fascinated with bugs? That's a good question. I don't know, but there's a lot of bug songs for Casper. I'm kind of seeing this because I'm seeing, well, I guess, I guess it's just general little kid iconography because there's an album called Bug Out and then this one has a worm on it and then this one has a butterfly. Okay. Well, my number 10 is Too Dirty to Love. Oh. Did you hear that one? No, I don't think I did hear that one. Tell too me dirty to love. <laughs> dirty it's, baby. Too dirty to love. Dirty also, baby. Also sounds like a George Michael song. Yeah. <laughs> um well, do you know? Did I have I told you who Casper Baby Pants is? Um no. Well, he was the lead singer of the band presidents of the United States of America. <laughs> really? Yeah. You're being serious. I'm being serious, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I I I I didn't know that. I get. I'm hearing it now that you say it out loud. I'm like, right? But, Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? I mean, I yeah. feel like you know, it's. It seems like it would be kind of an easy transition for him, actually. Yeah. So, what about the other presidents? They didn't join in. No, they didn't join in. Oh, okay. They were like, he was. Well, like, James gotta... Monroe went and did a movie with Sly. So. Oh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, my favorite? Uh, you know, uh, the children's musician Hail Caesar. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, this is a fun song. All right, I switch. I switched these around a whole bunch of times. There's like too many honorable mentions to to even talk about. But what I decided to, to put this on the list is because it's got a fun little story behind it. So his wife came in from gardening gardening one day, and um, she was you know kind of dirty and everything. And she just turns to him and she goes. I'm too dirty to love. And then he and was he, like, that's fantastic. And he left the room and went and wrote a song. He's like, let me get my guitar. 
Yeah. She's like, you don't need to write a song about everything I say. He's like, you don't need to write a song about everything she says. <laughs> exactly. She's like, okay, now I'm divorcing you. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, yeah, too dirty to love. What? Uh, what's your number nine? My number nine is Little Broken Truck. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, so I don't even have to explain to you what's so good about Little Broken Truck. I poor little I, broken truck beep, 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 ran I, all out of gas and got stuck. Yeah, I, uh, you know, my toys used to break a lot when I was a kid, so I appreciate that. That's what you liked about it. You would you attributed it to like when you were when you broke your toys by accident. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, nice thought, actually. And I, I'd always be like, "Oh, can you fix them?" And my parents would be like, "No, I can't fabricate plastic." Well, poor the little broken truck. I don't have it in my top ten, but it is fantastic. That's oh, an, come on, honorable mention one. I wrote down a whole bunch of songs that didn't end up getting in, but my number nine. Is free couch, free couch. Yeah, is this, is this is it like childhood song or like a like a college first apartment song? Well, it's funny because it so it's about a tick mm-hmm. who's telling his parents after he's moved out that it's okay because I'm living on a free couch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to worry. Okay, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> you know what I actually might have preferred. I might have preferred if Caspar Baby Pants, real name, who the fuck knows. Um, Chris Balu. Uh, well, I don't care. Um, I would have preferred if he had just stayed in the presidency of the United States, and these were all just presidents of the United States of America songs. Like, it would have worked for that, actually. For, like four adults, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It says here he recorded two albums of Beatles covers, so like I said. He did, yeah. So <laughs> Beatles, Caspar Baby Pants, that's basically it. And then President of the United States of America, I guess. It's me, your baby tick, calling <laughs> from the city, because I know you're worried sick. I like how we had to clarify that it, it's it's your, it's me, your, your baby tick, not, yeah. <laughs> not your <laughs> other babies that are a different <laughs> species. Maybe he was adopted. Look, don't worry, Mom and Dad. I'm living in a free couch. Okay. All right. so It's <laughs> funny, because I debated between this one and the Stump Hotel. Okay. Uh, but in the end, I just thought I'm just gonna pick one bug song. Okay, oh, I have a couple of bug songs. Well, assuming that Rocks and Flowers is a bug song, since it's about bugs crawling around. Maybe that's yeah. why he did the Beatles album because he likes bugs so much. Exactly. That's it. Well, what's your number eight? My number oh. eight is wait. Yeah, number eight should sorry. be number eight. Yeah, you just did your number nine. My number eight is Noodles and Butter. Oh, that's a good one. Noodles and butter. You are my favorite retreat. This one has like a particularly president of the United States of America like groove to it, if you ask me. Now that you've told me, I'm kind of hearing it all over the place. But I like it because I like the the meme, or not a meme, but like the idea that kids only eat fucking noodles and butter. That's it. Plain noodles (laughs) and butter. Um, so like I feel like this is like a this is like a staple topic for, for kids' music. I really only want the one fucking the blandest food of all time. That's all I want. Put some cheese on it? Nope. <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting it to be quite so negative towards kids, but you know, I see I see where you're coming from on that. <laughs> like I well, said, my... I actively don't have kids. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, my number eight is run baby run. Oh, okay, okay. 
That did one. You, did you hear that one? I did. It may be on my list coming up. So I will. Ooh. It's not exactly lyrically diverse, you know, but my kids love it. As soon as it starts playing, they will start running around the house. Well, yeah. First of all, it's imperative. It's in the imperative tense. So, like, they're like, oh, well, we'll do, Caspar Baby fans. Far be it from us to disobey. And um, it's also got that repetitive, very simple, like, feeling that kids love. Where if you just, you notice how kids' songs just sort of repeat the same phrase over and over again an awful <laughs> lot. Because kids have no brains and are are very simple. So. Because kids have no brains. Yeah, they, they, you know, their brains are still they're still developing and they're still getting a sense of whatever they're idiots. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're they're not like ready yet. They're not ready to be full-fledged humans. That's uh, the whole point of them. Well, what's your number uh, <laughs> seven? My number seven is is another baby. Baby's driving a car. It's all about baby Baby's driving baby. a car. Um, you like when babies run, I like when they drive cars. Um, I like it just because it's, it's got a fun, like, whole feeling to it, but I like, I like especially the, the idea of a baby driving a car, and then he's like, whoa, what, baby's driving a car, and then they're singing about it. <laughs> like, I imagine the baby's behind the wheel of an actual car, like, and you know how in cartoons, when you steer the steering wheel, you're like, you really steer, like, really... <laughs> really energetically that's yeah the baby. that's the baby and it's like a fucking baby it's like a newborn but he's like <laughs> going to work good you know he's like boss baby mm -hmm. yeah he's, yeah no just don't give him a gun you know Ever, absolutely <laughs> don't give baby alec baldwin a gun and um you know ever since the pandemic baby's working from home is the is the song but yeah baby's working from home it works exactly as well so. I know. <laughs> well, my number seven, because I know you were curious, mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. uh, Pretty Crabby. I don't think I heard that one. Oh, really? It's a good one. You should look up the music video because it's fantastic. Um, hey, hey, Pretty Crabby. Actually, I think I sent you the music video before because it's all, they're all knit. I, I don't remember this. <laughs> So if you haven't seen the music video of this of the song, this is for the listeners, YouTube it. It's a cool video and it's a whole bunch of knit animals. Oh. Um, knit like they're like like somebody knitted them. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I, I wasn't sure when I was where I was going with that. So I, I think I do remember this now. Yeah, it's also really fun. But uh yeah. Hey, hey, pretty crabby. Why does something so darn cute try to pinch me through my boot? Hey, hey, pretty crabby. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, well, what's your number six? My number six is the Itsy Bitsy Spider because you got to respect the classics, and this is a fun take on it. I like that it's funny. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of jolly. Like, it's got a nice song. Like, and it's got some harmonica in there. I like it. Um, sometimes Itsy Bitsy Spider can be very, very like slow and and meditative. I like it. I like the more energetic versions. Yeah, I like it too. I made a choice to not put anything that he didn't write on there. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, and not like, and it's fine that you didn't. I'm just like, so that's why it's not on mine. Okay, fair, fair. 
But Although, my number, go ahead. If we're, if we're putting Ulster, I mean, I could put any number of Beatles songs on here now that I think of it. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> well, that would be too simple, you know. Um, but uh, but my number six is My Pants Are On Vacation. <laughs> don't think I came across this one either. <laughs> really? Uh, oh, it's so good. He used to crack Lyndon up so much. He would just, he would be like, do my pants are on vacation. You know, like. He would ask to play it all the time. He hasn't in a while, but I'm thinking I may bring it back up again after this. What? Uh, what this is, is the really what, what is the top subject matter of my pants are on vacation? Are his pants on vacation? My pants are on vacation. I, I gotta. I'll play it. Hold on. Shouldn't have asked. Well, I just don't remember the lyrics that well. My pants are on vacation. My pants are on vacation. I notice that they're gone. My right leg knows, my left leg knows, they both think something's wrong. My pants are on vacation. They left a detailed note, but their handwriting is so sloppy that I don't know what, what they wrote. My pants are on vacation. I mean, fantastic, this is, right? This is, this is having like a, like a spoken word poetry kind of. It does, yeah. Kind of feeling. Yeah, he's like doing slam poetry. I <laughs> you go to an actual, go to deaf poetry jam and uh, do my pants on vacation. Um, I don't really love it. I'll tell you why. Um, I don't like when kids run around without pants on. It weirds me out. Okay. What about when it's a diaper? I guess. But like, I feel like I feel like kids should be dressed. That's that's me, and uh, that's just. I my. think it's weird when they're in their underwear, but when they're in a diaper, it, it just kind of looks adorable. I suppose. Well, anyway, I don't want to encourage encouragement of. Put your pants on, kid. Get ready. Get ready. It's, there's some harsh truths you need to learn about the world. One of which is that you require pants. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm wow. Prepar- I'm preparing kids for the world. You're you're letting them live in a fantasy world where your pants can be on vacation. I want them to be kids as long as they possibly can. Speaking of, what's your number five? My number five is actually. It's in a different, little bit of a different vein. I'm listening to it again here. It's uh, called "Just for You." It is actually like a sweet song, and it isn't as silly. It's more like he actually wrote it for his kid or whatever dumb shit. Whatever dumb <laughs> shit. No, I mean, I, it in a, I mean it in a good way or whatever it is. He's looking at the fucking baby and it's sleeping, and he's like, "Oh, it's so angelic. I'm gonna write this nice song for you." Yeah, I. He does, he does that whole what? album is pretty fantastic. He repeats babies a lot. He likes, like, you know, hey, baby, you're a baby, and stop being a baby. What are you a baby for? You're driving a car, baby. Stuff like that. <laughs> it's like his go-to lyric whenever he can't think of what to say next. He's like, uh, yeah, baby. You know, I have a theory on why he does that. Enlighten us. Well, and us. I, th- <laughs> I think it's because he's giving you, as the parent, a chance to sing along and put your own kid's name in. Oh, okay. So it's like Just Twilight. Gonna... It's like Twilight? Yeah, it's like Twilight. Uh, Bella has no personality so that you can insert yourself into her into her place. Okay. It's just so, like Twilight. Yeah, I was thinking more it's like, you know, in the sense that people like to hear their names, especially kids. So That's my name, say kids. Yeah, exactly. It's like when idiot adults go, hey, they said the movie title in the movie. (laughs) Um, That's the title of the movie. 
is an episode of Arrested Development where Michael actually mentions the words Arrested Development and Ron Howard goes, hey, that's the name of the show. Yeah, I know. I remember that, that episode. That's funny. Um, well, my number five is Banana Bread. Okay, okay. Did you run across that one? I, I don't remember. I'm thinking no. Tell, tell banana, us bread, banana bread, banana bread. I'll tell you what I, I could be. We could be banana bread. We're not pretty, but we're not dead. We could be banana bread. Well, that is some deep lyricism right there. That's that's just hundred percent true. We're not pretty, but we're not dead. Isn't that great? It's like you wrote it about me. <laughs> um, this is another one that gets sung a lot in our house. Um, um, now, does he mean? Is he referring to the fact that you make banana bread out of bananas that are overripe yeah. bananas? Yeah, exactly. That's fair. I like that's good messaging. That actually does teach kids some some harsh truths about the world, which is that none of you are going to be that pretty. And um, also, Jesus. like, also, like, sorry, most people are ugly. Have you seen most people? Um, actually, have you ever seen like ugly kids? And you're like, this kid is fucking ugly. And not like in a, like in a, like in a like in a attra attractive versus unattractive way. Just like no, people, I'm everybody thinks their kids are cute, and it's like some of these kids are not cute. Yes, I have seen that. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I've seen some kids on social media over the years and, you know, as babies and so forth. And onward, I was going, oh, these kids are not that cute. And then, and then they get older and older and older. And I'm saying, no, they're just not that good looking at people. So, I mean, that's what people said about me for years. So, I mean, get same. It. people are still saying that about me currently as we speak. Well, people said it about me for years, and then they, they they started saying I was attractive, and then I was like, oh, great, so I'll just eat a lot. And now they don't say it anymore. Well, at least you made the decision to become unattractive. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us had no choice. You had no say in the matter. <laughs> what are we on, banana bread here? I hate bananas. I, I know. that's I, I, I literally out. wrote in here, I know how much you love bananas. I hate bananas. And, I'm, and especially, I'm assuming, oh, extremely overripe bananas. Well, yeah, I'm told that bananas are actually better when they have some black spots. Like when they're actually ripe, it's just marketing. Well, when they're overripe, though, when they're basically just one, like a black sleeve, you know? Oh, that's, yeah, it's <laughs> black sleeve. <laughs> um, you know how you can, you know how you can avoid? You can, you can keep yourself from eating overripe bananas as you don't eat bananas at all. And that's, that's how you avoid it i do and also i've hated bananas as long as i am aware of having opinions on things i know i, I remember this about you i apparently used to, yeah i used to spit them out as a baby and then the caspar baby pants would have written a song about me spitting out bananas as a baby he's a baby <laughs> spitting out banana and then your parents would have sung it to you spitting out babies as zach yep yep and i would have been like yes yeah, my name <laughs> now just out of curiosity though does that does that carry over to banana bread? Do you know? Like I've never bread? tried banana bread, but you just assume I, you probably wouldn't like it because of bananas. Yeah. yeah okay. I, uh, no, thank you. I love banana bread. But oh, what's your number four? My number four is uh, number four, Stompy the Bear. <laughs> Stompy the Bear. It's got like a like a real like kind of like a like a rocking kind of groove to it. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like a yeah. It's like a lost Rolling Stones song or something. It's got a bluesy feel into it. I love Here it. comes Stompy the Bear. And by love it, I mean, um, here it is. 
<sighs> bears do stomp in my head a lot, though. Like, I imagine bears walking, and, I'm a bear. So it's, it works on many levels. So what do you think, people, our listeners? Should I continue to uh, to request top tens that are children's type things? Because it seems like Zach's really into it. No, I'm telling you, I lo- it's, uh, it's good. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I'm uh, it's, it's good. Yeah. Um, well, my number four. No, I'm just talking about Stompy the Bear. Oh, okay, go for it. Stompy yeah. the Bear. Sorry. Treating me like I hate these music so much. I love Stompy the Bear. I like this little middle part with like this cool ragtime piano feeling to it. It's very fun. You see, this is actually kind of nice. I think I think you've you've displayed good taste here in like in Caspar Baby Pants as opposed to I don't know whoever the Wiggles. Coco Melon, the Wiggles, yeah. Because like these would all be very silly songs, no matter what, in that they are kind of silly. But <laughs> if if you replace the lyrics with something, I don't know, less 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 interested only to children, um, they would at least be interesting songs. I think musically they're fairly interesting. And uh, well, that's what I think about. I thought you would actually enjoy it because I felt like you know he was uh, like they're silly, but they're but they're they're kind of rock and roll, you know? And, uh, yeah, I think it's good to, dis- to show like display to children, like musically interesting things as opposed to just the same kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Like it, I don't know. I don't, it teaches kids to have good taste in music or something like I'm the arbiter of that, but, uh, music is good for kids. Like it makes their brains work better or something. As you can see, my parents should have exposed me to more music. It would have made, <laughs> it would have made my brain work better or something too. <laughs> well, my number four is just for you, which was your number five. Yes, that was my number five. I was like, did I just say that? I don't remember. <laughs> um, so I used to be able to play this song at night to get Lyndon to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And well, it's, actually, technically, I played the album that it was on. And uh, this was the first song on that album. And it's just, it's. I always enjoyed it. It's just, it was... It was really cool too because I know we're not doing albums, but like this album had a progression to it. So like this first song was like kind of getting ready for the idea of going to bed, and mm-hmm. you know, and it's like a progression to by the last song, it's like you're asleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool the way he did that. Um, but yeah, it's really nice. This this song specifically. Um, like you know the sunsets the sun is setting just for you mm-hmm. um yeah anyway i like you know, it i appreciate it because you get these like aging rock star people and like they reach they have a tendency to reach like dumbass parts of their careers where they're like writing songs about their dumb kids that like i don't care about <laughs> and i like this because he's like i'll just write music for kids now Instead of like making me listen to like your stupid like Bon Jovi writing a song about his kids or some shit, like nobody wants that. I like those. Oh, you do? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Never mind. And now I know what our next top 10 is going to be in regards to this top 10 best songs about your kids. Dumb shit songs about your kids from artists who don't sing about kids usually. I just don't know why this is something that bothers you. <laughs> no, uh, they write about what they experience in their life. Well, what irritates me is that, like, 
it's fine if like that's the kind of artist who they were in the first place, like introspective music or some shit. But like, I don't want like a like I like I said Bon Jovi on purpose. Like these guys get old and like suddenly they like they're, oh, they're writing songs about being old and like oh looking back on my life. No, fuck you, stop it. Why aren't they allowed to do that? I didn't say they weren't allowed to. I just said I thought it was stupid. Why is that stupid? <laughs> it's like getting to be. Up in a little bit up there in age and starting a podcast or something, you know, it's like it's completely lame <laughs> and, and a total cliche, which we which we joke about in our intro. So we've 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 insulated ourselves from any criticism about it from, from the hypocrisy that you're mm -hmm. you're spewing currently. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> spewing it, aren't I? Normally spewing is a is a hyperbole, but in this case, I'm definitely spewing. <laughs> well, what's your number three? Caspar Man should write a song about spewing. Little baby <laughs> spewing. Spewing all over the place. Actually, that sounds like a good Caspar Man <laughs> song, but he he is all done with kids' songs now. Oh, he's he's now he's singing adult songs. Well, he, he said he wanted to he's he wanted to uh go on to a, a different creative path um under his real name, Chris Ballou. So I haven't I, seen I, anything since then, but I'm surprised his name is not actually Caspar Baby Pants. I, I thought that that was, I'm surprised. I don't know, or that his name isn't just Casper at least, maybe or Baby nice. Pants a little much. I kind of thought his last name was Baby Pants and his first name was just Bill or something. Bill Baby Pants. Bill Baby Pants. BB. I mean, I feel like if that was his actual name, then it would have made more sense than Casper. BB Baby Pants. Yeah, BB well, King. He, he doesn't want anyone to know that it's him. You know what oh, I mean? I like, so people will say, wait a second, baby pants. Is that Bill Baby Pants who I went to Eaton? Oh, with? no, it's it's Casper. Oh, it's Ca it's a different baby pants. That must be his brother. Those aren't the, um, those aren't the Newport baby pants. <laughs> well, what's your number three? My number three is another one that has like a fun rock and roll feeling to it, but is uh, a rather silly subject matter. As some of these are all the fish. Oh. I like All this. the fish are swimming in the water. Swimming in the that one. Yep, the riffs are like well, in between the bubble, bubble, bubble pop part. Yeah, I love. Sounds like the Mister Bubble commercial. Um, <laughs> this one, but it's like it's got like kind of an Elvis rock and roll feel to it. I enjoy. I enjoy it. I don't know if I remember this part. I'm listening to it right now. I just got to this this cool organ like solo part. A lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. You see, here's the thing. I got a, I got a question. In a okay, way, I'm, I'm waiting. Sitting here, I'm sitting. Here. <laughs> hold, hold on a second. I have to ask you something. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna put a question to you. No, um, so I'm thinking like you have a kid, and like kids like to listen to the same music over and over again. At least it's something interesting in this case, right? Mm -hmm. Something that you can like kind of listen to and it's like not totally ridiculous. That's what I enjoy about them. But at the same time, does it like get on your nerves? Are you like, I'm so I'm sick of all the fish, no more all the fish? No. <laughs> okay, never mind then. You, you have spoken. That's, that's the answer. I could listen to all the fish all the day, all the day long, all well, the live long is, day. What's so great about him is that and Rafi is like this too, actually. There are so many songs that they like that they're mm -hmm. okay with moving on to another song. That's impressive. So it's a uh, more of an output thing. Than a... Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But they'll—I mean—they'll request specific songs. So what'll happen is like you know you put on a song, 
and then it'll continue, mm -hmm. right? It'll go to the next song. Now, if we're listening to TNT by ACDC, <laughs> then Lyndon will say, put that on repeat. If we're listening to... Uh, <laughs> Why does your kid listen to TNT by ACDC is my question. Well, that was where he, I mean, so I can't remember what came first, Queen or, or ACDC. I think it was, I think he listened to Queen. That's the classic then, question, which came first. <laughs> right. But um, TNT was because... I know, might. Exactly. It was because of uh, Minecraft. He was watching a ton oh. of Minecraft YouTube videos. Oh, yeah. And Sarah was like, TNT. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a who is that? And she's like, I think it's ACDC. And so then we put it on, and Lyndon was just like, this is the best thing ever. And that became something we listened to a lot. Well, fair enough, I suppose. And then, you know what? Another song that we found, we didn't even know about this song. We found it because of, uh, because of Lyndon. Because mm -hmm. we were listening to Queen. Bicycle Race. Oh goodness! Um, <laughs> now that that song, bicycle, I can, bicycle. I can very much see it having a kid feeling to it, both because of the subject matter being apparently riding a bicycle, and you know, kids like songs about how they like to do things, and it does have that repetitive feeling. Though I I suspect that he was not talking specifically about actually riding a real bicycle. That's my that's my that's my supposition about that. Just for the record, what do you think he was? writing um i don't know it's on, I, not knowing much of anything about him as a person i i can't begin to guess but it's okay i'm not saying that you shouldn't let your kid listen to it because it's in a double no, entendre is it even a double entendre i think it's just an entendre at that point metaphor I would it's say. just a metaphor yeah um it's not a simile because he doesn't use like like riding a bicycle although people do say things are like riding bicycles you never forget how that's true. That's true. So my number three is googly eyes. See, here's another one that I'm not. Oh, this song is the reason we're doing this list. Okay. Because what happened here is that I was singing this one to Lyndon because we, we had just gone somewhere where he got some googly eyes and we we're putting on something like, we're like, googly eyes, you make stuff come alive. I will put you on stuff. And it's a it's a fun music video too but um you know he's like i'll put you on a rock now that rock hops a lot or i don't know anyway i can't remember all the, i can't remember the lyrics but uh i was saying that to him and he, he just turns to me and goes you should do that on the rank <laughs> and i was like oh i guess that's happening then well let's go to him for all of our top 10 lists <laughs> we'll like top 10 crackers to eat with no nothing to drink just you hold them in your hand and eat them well what's funny is you know he just he said it in the middle of me singing so i didn't actually hear it at first mm. so i was like you know i was like what and he goes the podcast <laughs> <laughs> um but it's bolstered by the music video for sure. You should look it up. It's fun. Uh, you know, I'm going to be honest. I'm probably not going to look up any of these music videos. Why? I'm just, I'm going to forget. This is, it is very important to me that I do so. It's just. Wait, is it very important to me that you forget or to you that you forget or that, or, or that you. I said what them? I said. <laughs> All right. So what's your number two? Oh, I found banana bread. There it is. I've been looking for some of these songs, but I don't feel like typing. So I've just been <laughs> clicking around. I can't be bothered to type. 
Yeah, I can't be bothered to type. So I, I'm finally. That's another Casper Baby Pants song, actually. I can't be bothered to type. Baby can't be bothered to type. <laughs> baby doesn't like to type. <laughs> I think I, I think I've, I think we've unlocked the the, the formula here. <laughs> yeah, you just say something random, and then you're like, "Oh, here's a that's a kid song." Throw baby in there. Baby doesn't like to type. Baby doesn't want a job as a secretary in the '80s. Baby doesn't want to type. So, were you gonna say what your number two was, or uh, as soon as we, as soon as neither of us were talking, I just I just let that silence mature <laughs> like a fine wine. Uh, my number two is short and inbred, which is another one that I know you said that you you were avoiding. I like the way he does that one too, though. I don't know who else is singing this with him. I'm gonna assume it's Melissa Etheridge. I don't know who it is. Um, I'm pretty sure it's his wife, actually. Uh, whatever. Um, I don't care. Well, she's Maybe, too dirty to love. So she's too dirty to love. Which he went in a different direction than I would have. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I like that because do you remember the uh, Looney Tunes cartoon when you were a kid, or even now, currently, or maybe it's a Disney cartoon. It's one of those two, and it's about a whale that 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 learns to sing opera no i don't remember this and it's about a whale that learns to sing opera and, <laughs> and he also sings short and bread for some reason like he like he, he doesn't like singing opera at the end of the day he prefers singing things like short and bread and that's I, I thought that song was like written for that cartoon so then when i learned later on in life that it was the song that people sing and you know what this is also fun because it, you know usually it would be baby likes short and bread but this one's about mama so that's nice That is nice. <laughs> At least mamas get get some uh, get some uh, some love here, despite being too dirty. The too dirty to short short bread short bread. Just short shortening isn't the now the verb there. I know, but in my head it always has been. So, like, how do you shorten bread? <laughs> you eat half of it, I guess. Well, my number two is all of your life. Is this a uh, hold on, hold on, hold on? I think I did see this one. No, I didn't. <laughs> I got confused. Tell me, tell us about all of your life. It sounds like a serious one. You spent all day learning to crawl. You spent, you spent all day, hold on. You spent all day learning to crawl. Someday soon you will do it all. But for now, you can just be small. That's you. You spent a little while in the belly of your mom, and someday soon you'll be grown and gone. Just follow your feet, and you and and it will not go wrong for you because you've got time. You've got all of your life. It's a really nice song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's a little bit more, a little bit similar to uh, what's that other one? Um, just for you, or just like for you. Yeah, there's more depth to it. <laughs> um, more depth than short and bright, probably as well. So yeah, but you know, I there's the you know. There's nothing wrong with any of the other ones either that don't have much depth, but it's uh, I really like that one. Um, so, you know, because he usually just does fun ones, but this one's more, you know, just nice and it kind of it just makes you want to cherish every moment with your kids. I'm I'm of two minds on it. One, I like the more you know the sweeter ones because like if if it's just nothing but complete nonsense, like what is there? that we're even listening to aside from just silliness but right. at the same time like i feel like i also feel like dedicate yourself to the silliness like don't 
don't like have that serious song on the album. Like, oh, here's the one that everyone. No, like, be silly. So I don't know. I'm not <laughs> sure which I prefer better. Okay. Well, what's your what's your number one? What's the best Casper Baby Pants song? The number one best Casper Baby Pants song. You already said it. Run, baby, run. Oh wow, it's your number run, one. Run, 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 baby, run. I like it because run, baby, run, 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 run. And then we're dancing. Yep. Clapping, spinning. I can't Singing. remember all the verbs. I like how we're we're introducing parts of speech here too. I like it. Sing, baby, sing, la 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 la. Specifically, this song. That's like meta. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a great one. I love "Run, Baby, Run." Not as much as I do. Not as much as you. Could. Well, Although I'm willing to bet your number. Yeah, go your ahead. number ten is probably more loved by you than my number one is by me. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Well, <laughs> in, fact, in fact, well beyond your number 10, since you had trouble putting this together, and I uh, I had trouble putting it together for different reasons. <laughs> oh, and then and then the tempo picks up at the end here, too. I've forgotten about that. Oh, yeah. Because it's cool because he goes into the, and then we swing, baby, mm -hmm. right? And then I go, and mm -hmm. then I'll run, 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 baby, run. Yeah. It should have, it should have. It should have gotten slower and then faster than it had been in the first place, and then slower than it had been in the second second part, and then faster than it had been in the third, and then just slower and faster and slower and faster. I'll, I'll, let, him I'll let him know. Yeah, I'll you you him. you write to him, Caspar Beaver Pants, care of uh, Nickelodeon. I don't know. Nickelodeon. I don't know. <laughs> well, do you want to hear my number one? Um, sure. Okay, <laughs> go for it. Well, it's bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. Mm -hmm. See, you're you're right about there being an awful lot of of songs of his because I feel like I didn't even find half of these. Yeah, there's a lot of songs he wrote a ton, but bubble wrap is fantastic. I am bubble, and I was born in a bubble machine. So. <laughs> You know, as a songwriter, he has uh, more of an interest than I would have expected in the origin of man-made goods. <laughs> got a bubble machine, and peaches are put there by man in a can. I mean, it's just it's just so much fun. I, it, the music video for that one is fun, also. But uh, this was the first song. This was how we were introduced to him, and um, it was it was it was the first one that I heard mm -hmm. by him, and. Uh, it remains my favorite. It's just fantastic. I used to be able to do the whole thing, but um, it's uh, I am a bubble. I was born in a bubble machine. Soapy water and a puff of air. That's how I came to be. Pleased to meet you. So, no, so nice to greet you. How do you do? Sit back, relax, and I'll tell you my story. And, ev and every bit is true. And I, anyway, it's I, I also yeah, like about him becoming a it's in Manhattan, so I thought you might like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> as most bubble, <laughs> and and it's got the uh, you know it's a bubble wrap, so it's like a it's like a pun, a little pun, yeah. Play on words there. That's pun, baby pun. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that's the whole thing. So <laughs> my number one is bubble wrap. Zach's number one is run, baby, run, and. Um, you know, for the parents out there that are listening to this, uh, let us know what you think. 
What are your favorite Casper Baby Pants songs? Or maybe you'd never heard Casper Baby Pants until you listened to this top 10. Or, and, or maybe people aren't parents and they still have top 10 Casper Baby Pants songs. That's true. Maybe, you know, I think he's enjoyable regardless of whether or not you have kids. I'm going to go see him in concert. Well, he's not touring. Oh. And actually, as Casper Baby Pants, he never toured. He only, like, did shows around Seattle where he lives. So, Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I would I, love to have seen him. You know, that makes sense now. I had forgotten that they're from Seattle because I was looking at his Spotify page, and uh, his most monthly listeners are from Seattle, United States. He has 8,551 oh, really? listeners from there. And then, and then Sydney, Australia, and then Melbourne, Australia. So I don't really know what's going on there. <laughs> Australians love him. I guess so. Well, I hope you enjoyed the uh, the top 10 today. And um, thanks again for listening. If you'd like to see an updated list of our top 10s, you can do that on our website at therankwithjohnandzach.com. Um, join us next week when we're going to be ranking the top 10 wrestling finishers. So like the tombstone by the undertaker or the stone cold stunner or you know others the figure the, four or just the regular old leg drop just the the classic hollywood leg drop mm -hmm. i uh oh we'll get we'll get there i was gonna say i like you know sometimes i'll see on social media people make fun of like older wrestlers for their finishing moves being simple and it's like it's the old days leave them alone yeah well, the reason that they're more complicated now is because they took all the simple ones away in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, they used them all. Yeah. All with new stuff. So, yeah, next week. Yeah, next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.